Hi, everyone. This is Brad McCrory, and this is the Get Stuff Done podcast. This podcast is created for entrepreneurs that are in the hunt, getting stuff done, and it is a um, summary or lessons learned from 17 years of consulting over 400 companies and growing my own company um, myself. Today's episode's topic is about the identity of an entrepreneur. And so just before we kind of dig into this and, and, and jump into this, I want to set the foundation that um, before uh, you get into to, to the spot where the core of this episode is, is going to come into play, it's really two phases of entrepreneurship. There's the getting started phase, and then there's the building phase. If you're in the getting started phase, um, your identity really needs to be shaped or formed in your ability to... Uh, prove to yourself that you're willing to do what is required to grow a company. You're willing to put in enough inertia or enough effort to actually get the ball rolling, to get off the ground, to get lift in your business, to start seeing some tangible results. You're willing to put some skin in the game. You're willing to invest <clears throat> into the business. I mentor, I'm in a phase in life now where I mentor some folks that are startups and have a lot of folks that want to get mentored and, you know, they come and say, Brad, what's the next step? What's the next thing I need to be doing? And oftentimes the answer, 90% of the time, it's more work. It's, you, you, it's really tough to, um, to coach somebody that isn't in a, in, in what I'll call the peak shape of being an entrepreneur um, so that the activity or the advice gets more results. I love the movie Coach Carter. It's a good <clears throat> good example. If you ever watch that movie when Samuel Jackson is the coach, he introduces himself to the team, he takes over this team. The first thing that he says is, I cannot teach you the game of basketball until you're in a shape to be able to learn the game of basketball. And they literally spend either first week or two weeks of practice, just running the entire practice before they see a basketball. And I think that's the first phase of entrepreneurship is you have to get in shape. You have to be willing to hustle and do some work and lose some sleep and sacrifice and invest. And you have to prove yourself through actions and not through words that you are capable of being all in for what you're doing. And I think that does a couple of things. One is it starts to prove to yourself for a sustained period of time that you're willing to do more than you've been able to do in the past. It will prove a few times that you're willing to overcome some small adversities to produce a result. Um, It'll help you get to a point as an entrepreneur where you know that you are capable of getting results. Getting results as as an employee and getting results as an entrepreneur are two different things. As an entrepreneur, you have to be able to take any task and gain a confidence that you you can finish it. You can get it done. You can roll up your sleeves and and become somebody that has a track record of... um, being able to produce produce results. So that's phase one. And that's kind of the uh, introductory foundational identity of, of becoming an entrepreneur. And if you're not there yet, that's not, it's not a, a bad thing. It just, you have to, you can't cheat that. You can't bypass that. You can't go from nothing to, you know, the next phase of creating an identity as an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to go through that phase. Um, and I see it a lot on Facebook ads and people that are building communities online want to bypass that process you cannot do it anything that is going to have longevity anything that's going to um, have scale anything that's going to have fruit over a long period of time has to be built in a way that 
has a solid foundation rooted in your understanding and belief in yourself and your ability to, to get stuff done. So that's phase one. Now, that, that being covered, that being said, if you're in that phase where you, you are producing results in business, you know, you've gotten some type of result, doesn't mean that you're a million dollar company, doesn't mean you're a hundred million dollar company, maybe it is. I'll give an example, I'm I'm kind of mentoring someone that has an app and um, you know, it's pre revenue, but you know, that person's significantly invested in the application, it's got a minimum viable product, it's got users, um, you know, they've managed this process over a period of time to get to a spot where um you know they 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 can be coached. They've they've had enough experiences that I can filter knowledge to them, and and through that process they can apply it and, and get something tangible. <clears throat> so you're in that next phase. You've identified. Yep, that's me. I'm in the next phase. I'm ready to ready to really understand my my identity. Now, when you're in that phase, it's very important because the battle over the tension of your identity every single day will determine the velocity of the growth of your organization. Let me repeat that. The battle over the tension, over what influences your identity will determine the velocity of the growth of your organization. What do I mean? There's a lot of different things that can affect your identity in business. And and there are things that happen in real life, but there's ultimately the thing that should imprint the identity of your business. But I'm gonna walk through this a little bit. I, I came up with some specific examples and documented some stuff out. What are the things that can affect your identity and, and what you believe in your capability or, or your trajectory of your organization? <clears throat> Here's some negative things that can affect your identity. Customers firing you or you losing a customer, whether you're a services company or a product company. If you're a product company and you have you know, maybe a higher than normal number of returns or if you're a services company and a customer fires you or isn't happy necessarily, like that can, if you're not rooted in a healthy place, affect your belief level or your system's of being able to be successful in business. Losing a sale, if you're trying to sell something and you feel like you're gonna win it, you're in a good position, you put forth your best effort, but you still lost that sale to a competitor or maybe that customer committed that they were gonna buy something and they didn't, that can affect your um, your identity and, and how you're sitting in business. Um, customers not paying their bills or customers paying late. Um, that's a that's a frustrating run, one, right? Like you, you sell something, you do work or you deliver a product and and for whatever reason, agreed upon money in, which is the lifeblood of a business, doesn't happen. That can affect, and the stress and the pressure on that can affect easily your identity. See, these are the things that create stress and pressure. Stress and pressure are designed to um, deter or to lessen the, your self-value of your identity. It's important to understand these things and, and where they're coming from and then how to counteract that. Um, peers not believing in you. Maybe you have some colleagues or friends or mentors and you feel like they're not really supporting you in the way that you'd like. Uh, family not believing in you is another one. Missing goals is a big one. You set these lofty goals, you're executing really well, you feel like everything's going awesome and then at the end of the quarter or the end of the month or however you measure your business, you sit down and realize I'm not where I want to be from a goal perspective. Um, that can be super frustrating. And especially if you haven't hit a goal that you set for a long period of time and develop momentum there, that can really affect your identity. Um, someone that you trust betrays you. You know, maybe there's somebody in business that you thought this is going to be a great person to do business with, business partner, a colleague, an employee, a customer, and then that person um, at the end of that relationship does something that is outside of the character that you thought that that person had. That can be 
heartbreaking and, and it can really can affect your identity. Um, and then someone um, that breaks a promise or a contract, anytime you're in business and you're working hard, if someone breaks their word, that can, can be frustrated. What are the positive things that happen on a daily basis that can affect your identity? Uh, you won a contract. You landed a new hire that you maybe thought you weren't going to get or you were really hoping that you would get and that person accepted. Um, a customer's happy. You get an email that somebody that goes out of their way to tell you how well that that person's doing. Um, a profitable month. You go back to your uh, accounting records at the end of the month and realize that you know you have more money in the bank than you thought you did and and you're running a super profitable business. Um, those are all things that can be positive. There's a lot of other things happening as well. So as you're growing a company and you're doing the work and you're moving and the needle and you know the ship's moving forward and insert every analogy that you can there, there's always positives and negatives that can affect your men- mindset as, a, as an entrepreneur. And, and the point of this message is what defines you is to get to a point where you understand that your failures should not define you, nor should your successes. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the previous episode, but I love the, com- the, the context of the comment from Gary Vaynerchuk where he talks about um, it's never as good as you think it is, but it's never as bad as you think it is. And that self-awareness is critical. But the, the reality is, as an entrepreneur, is you have to find a true foundation or a baseline or a belief system that allows you to take all of the, the, the executional, tactical things that happen to you on a day in business and move those out of your emotional sphere that can affect you emotionally because your belief system has to be so strong that you understand exactly what you're trying to accomplish. Um, I love the comment. I was... Uh, praying a couple couple weeks ago and and the sentence came to me or the, the phrase came to me that um, you have to be as an entrepreneur in a business in a place where uh, faith or belief in your goal is required to reach success and that most people either aren't in that place or don't have the courage to put themselves in that place and that's just really where you have to be and so what are the things that you can create a framework of success that will allow you to not allow the negatives or the positives to the ebbs and flows of business to affect you. Well, it really breaks down to vision, faith, and purpose. <laughs> what is your purpose? If you got into business to just make money, that will only last a period of time until you run into some um, some some adversity and some struggle and some tests. You have to have a purpose that will pull you through the test. When your self-doubt starts to kick in, your belief system needs to override that rooted in a purpose that's bigger than any obstacle to pull you through that. Um, And you can only do that once you've kind of gone through that work phase, right? Um, You have to have faith. And for me, it's it's faith in, in my Heavenly Father. But you have to have faith. You have to have belief in something bigger than yourself. You have to have an understanding that what you're trying to do in business is bigger than yourself. It's not about you. It's not about the people on your team. It's about a bigger purpose, the faith in a bigger purpose that if you achieve the rooted purpose of your organization, something greater than anything one person could accomplish by themselves is possible. And you have to have vision. You have to have an understanding that regardless of what happens today or tomorrow or last week or next week, and all of the inertia that, uh, and obstacles that can occur and uplifts that can occur along the way, that there is a, a vision, a direction, that's a long-term uh, statement that points you in a direction as an organization 
where that's it's big enough that the <clears throat> a bigger obstacle still seems small in the grand scheme of things that the vision combined with faith and purpose um helps you understand that there's no challenge that can't be overcome with what you're trying to achieve in in an organization so as an entrepreneur it's important that you create time in your schedule to get back to this it's important that you create time whether it be weekly quarterly monthly for me i i get down in the in the minutiae quickly i have to have weekly time whether it be an hour two hours where i am i am recentering myself and i am understanding the bigger picture and that the obstacles that i'm facing today are really going to be forgotten next week or two weeks from now or three weeks from now and that I work hard through that and I believe in the bigger purpose that I'm trying to achieve that everything will work out in the long end. For you, you have to really hack that. You have to figure that out. Um, but it is important to, as I close, understand if you're in a spot as an entrepreneur where the day-to-day ebbs and flows of the business are affecting your emotions and your ability to execute, that's not a good spot to be. You have to step back and you have to get a purpose and a vision and develop some belief and faith that allows you to go through and, and, and run through any obstacle um, that, that comes your way. Your emotions should not determine your actions. Your actions should lead to results that elicit emotions, but it's not the other way around. So that's a Get Stuff Done podcast. Uh, that was just a topic that was really on my heart as I've kind of even been going through some stuff lately myself. I uh, hope that's enjoyable. Um, the next couple episodes, I'm probably going to get a little bit more tactical and then come back to, to some mindset, but thank you for listening. You can connect with me on Instagram at Brad McCrory, B-R-A-D-M-C-C-R-O-R-Y, or if you're listening on the Anchor FM, anchor.fm app or website, you can also comment or ask a question through the show. Um, you can also direct message me through Instagram if you have any questions. Look forward to uh, connecting with you guys on the next episode. Yeah.